Next on the tee, on episode 6 of Grow the Grind. Hailing from Valparaiso, Indiana, the Gutierrez family. 9-year-old Kennedy, 13-year-old Aiden, and their dad, John. This episode has a little bit of everything you're looking for. Got a 13-year-old up-and-comer, junior AM qualifier, USGA superstar Aiden, who comes to you with a little bit of a college perspective, meaning the kid acts like he's in college, he's in eighth grade, you'll scratch your head after listening to him. And Kennedy, who is just the sweetest little competitor, but she is tough as nails on the golf course. We've seen it firsthand. And then John, one of the dads that you want to learn from. Uh, my experiences throughout our process here in junior golf is when you find a guy that gets it, you try to pick his brain and try to learn from what he's gone through to get where he is with his kids. And that's exactly what we tried to do throughout this episode of Grow the Grind. This is one of the podcasts that we enjoy, the people we know, and just being able to talk to them in a golf perspective is just really fun time we have together. Yeah, we, we know them well, and they're great people, and I think that's probably the most important thing out of all of this is we, we are looking to find really good people that have a strong work ethic, they, they grind hard at the game, and they're willing to put the work in for that eventual outcome of success, and that's exactly what they do. So sit tight, hang in with us here. Uh, we promise you that if you, if, you, if you give it a full listen, you're going to definitely gain something here and uh, maybe pick up a couple little nuggets little nuggets for you here in the end, huh? Hope you enjoy episode six of Grow the Grind. This is Allie Wartell. Welcome to Grow the Grind. Finally, the podcast we have been waiting for. We are at Right Approach Performance with one of the top tier golf families in all the lands. Unfortunately, we are still indoors, but We are lucky enough to have this tremendous facility that is truly growing the grind. Our guest today is 13-year-old Aiden, 9-year-old Kennedy, and the wise sage, daddy, coach, and caddy, John Gutierrez. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us. I tell you what, we made it to Valparaiso, Indiana. We got big plans tonight. Going to Stax. Yep. <laughs> Which I know nothing about, but I'm super pumped to eat there. Best place in Valpo. Stax is pretty stacked with food. <laughs> We're finally glad to have you guys out here. Yeah, definitely. Really. Well, let's jump right in to where it all started. One of the questions we always like to ask is, are you guys crazy? Out of all the sports, why golf? Well, who wants to take that one first? Kennedy, you ready sure. to go? Right. Um, I picked golf because I love um, just hitting balls, putting, and chipping, and I love meeting new friends. Pretty good, Ken. How yeah, about you, Aiden? Pretty solid. Well, I just I love the process. When you're out there, it's just it's it. I mean, it's just you and the ball and the hole. You, but you're you're else. you're 13 years old, Aiden. All right, <laughs> you love the process. You do now. Of course, you love yes, the process yeah. now. But but John, this is your fault. It is. You're not going to deflect this onto I'll your kids on the right guy. now, okay? This is your fault. So 
I'll take You're it. You're wearing a Titleist hat across from me. Mm-hmm. You are a golf coach at Valparaiso High School. Yep. This is your thing, and you put it on these poor children. <laughs> and we Sorry, know guys. it's a blessing, but you got to give us a little bit here as why you chose that path for your kids. Well, I, you know, I grew up playing baseball, basketball, football, tennis. And as I was getting a little bit older, I thought, well, everybody else is playing golf, and I had never done it. So I decided to start playing when I was 30. And started to take to it quite a bit. And uh, when Aiden was born, and Aiden was probably uh, somewhere around two, <laughs> I still yeah. wanted to keep playing. Um, and in order to be able to do that, I oftentimes had to take him with me. And I just told him, hey, I want you to learn the game, learn how to play, so that when you get older, you know, you and your old man could uh, be a team in a city league. Yeah, yeah. And Hit I just wanted it. Yeah, and I just uh, took it as an opportunity to have some father-son bonding time and things that we could, we could do as, uh, you know, as I grew old and, and Aiden grew up and could be there by my side. That's interesting because for me, like I, I, I have three daughters, so I immediately went to what, what do girls look best doing? I mean, I mean, I think this sport translate really, really well for girls. And Aiden's a boy, he's your son. And so you were really looking at extending out your relationship with Mm -hmm. your son. That's where it started, uh, which is is special for you to hear that obviously, but it turned into something much, much more than that with this kid. You know, in my hand here, I've got right here. Okay, I've got a resume in my hand. This thing is seven pages deep, and it is addressed to initially here. And this is a this is a middle school student. This kid's thirteen years old, and it's addressed to Stanford, uh, amongst many others. I'm sure yes. you're dreaming to play for and the mm-hmm. lineup to get him. And I know that, but if if you knew when he was two that it was going to turn into this, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. couldn't have possibly have projected that out Never. of success. No, it's, and still even today when I see some of the things that he has accomplished, I, I have a hard time believing it. I, I really <laughs> do. And, um, you know, when I hear some of his coaches talking about some of the things that he's accomplished and the trajectory that he's on, I just have to, I'm like, really? You really, you really think that he could play college golf? You really think that he can do these things? And my brothers laugh at me because they're like, well, it's about time you started realizing this. It's, yeah, he's it's, a special player. Believe. I'm going to just go through it, Aiden. I know you're chomping at the bit to talk about how great you are. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to make sure you have every opportunity to do that. And, and Kenna, we're here to talk to you too, because you're a special player too. At your age, what you're doing is just, it's, it's, it's remarkable what both of these kids are doing. But I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that your original intent was because you're a good dad. And I know you're a good dad. <laughs> That's why. Out on that. No, no, you are a good dad. We're all bad, well, thank you. bad at some time, but. I know a lot of guys that just don't play golf because they can't get away from their family for six hours to do it. And I think there are a lot of people out there that might listen. And a lot of people say this to me when we're on the golf course, they'll run up to me and they'll say, man, I was really thinking about getting my kid into golf right?" while they're out there with three of their buddies right, playing absolutely. all day long away from their family. And, you know, that was never going to be me. You know, right. we spend all of our time together on the golf course. And it, it, just as an overall message, I don't know why you're inspired when you see a five-year-old girl hit a golf ball and you think that your 13-year-old daughter should start golf and you've been doing it for 20 years. So that that already in itself is enough. And that message right there, um, I think, is telling of who you guys are. Now, if I were to tell who you are, Aiden, mm-hmm. let me just 
<laughs> yeah, here we go. This right. poor this poor person who received this had to spend an hour and a half going through this, and I'm just going <laughs> to focus on the 2019 season right now for Aiden. Currently, he's ranked seventh on the junior scoreboard, and I want you to tell us about what that junior golf scoreboard is in a second. Yep, He's number one in Indiana in the class of 2024. The kid qualified for the USGA Junior Amateur. He was the medalist at Purdue University with an unbelievable score of two under 70 from over 7,000 yards. Uh, youngest in the field for the 2019 USGA Junior Am. Finished ninth overall at Pinehurst, been selected to the Van Horn Cup. He's an Indiana champion, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right? This kid's a mess. So of those things, obviously, you've done, done great stuff, and you look mm -hmm. forward to doing more. Tell us a little bit about that scoreboard, that junior scoreboard, because yeah. this was new to me about a year ago. Yeah, of course. So basically what it is is it's – it's almost like the official world golf rankings, except for amateur junior golfers. So it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool process how they do everything on it, but it takes your scores. It takes difficulty of field and yardage and everything. And basically it puts it all in one and ranks all of these different golfers from everywhere around the world and smashes it into one. You, you know, spend a lot of time board. staring at that. <laughs> do you look okay. at the six names that are ahead of you? often maybe all right good. i know you should <laughs> most of the time i try to stay away from it though i just you know i just go out and try and play as good as golf as possible and then at the end of the week wherever it takes me takes me and is there a lot of movement on that scoreboard throughout the summer oh yeah yeah there's tons of movement throughout there i remember when i first when i first found out about it it was maybe like a year year and a half ago i think i was ranked like a hundred or something and then i started having all this success in a bunch of different tournaments and then i saw it go up at 54 26 14 and then i'm in the yeah. top 10 i'm like hey, hey, hey let's <laughs> yeah, go, and then baby. you got to stay there yeah right exactly. and then you got to stay there and yep. that's where the work starts coming in and mm -hmm. obviously that's that's something that you're going to continue to pay attention to but in indiana i know that your name is strong in golf it just is you're a golf coach here uh you've got two kids that everybody looks towards i mean everybody knows who kennedy is kennedy comes to <laughs> chicago and everybody knows who kennedy is so i've played with kennedy before so i know how good you are but one of the things that i'm really wondering that i've probably think that other people might be wondering is when once you get to 50 yards and in it's just solid golf so I'm wondering how is your short game so amazing and what do you do to get better at that well what I do is I usually have this circle that I put around the hole that's three feet and I have this tube of balls that I just put in all different spots and then I just hit it and chip it and try to get into the circle and keep trying to. How hit. long, Kennedy? How long are you doing that for? Um, we all have seen that circle. <laughs> <laughs> I know that circle. Um, probably an hour. A day? Yeah. Every day. Well, not every day, but like um, when, when it's like summertime, I usually go out there and go to 30 for 30 minutes to an hour. But when it's wintertime, it's a little bit harder for me, but I try to chip as much as I can. You do chip a lot, right? And that's from, coming mm -hmm. from dad. Is that something that you yeah. focused on with her for forever? Yeah, we really, uh, you know, years ago before either one of them really got started, um, I didn't know what to expect, and I talked to parents and said, well, what's the biggest difference between 
uh, an average golfer and a really good golfer. And what I kept hearing over and over again was short game, short game, short game. So that's something that we've really tried to do from the beginning. Um, it's just, hey, if you miss a green, uh, you do everything you can to get up and down from there. And, and they both work very hard and have taken to some of the crazy drills that I've come up with. And, and sometimes they look at things and think, oh, I'm never going to be able to get this done. I'm never going to accomplish this. But it's, it's worked out. And uh, they play these little games. And as much as they don't like them, it makes them better. I know it makes them better. I was going to mention when we've played with Kennedy, I feel like she's very calculated in mm-hmm. her backswing. She's like measuring almost the distance after pacing it off. She does walk off her yardage when she's within, I don't know, what do you think, Kennedy? Maybe 30 yards? You start 20 yards, you start walking it off to get a feel for that distance? Um, yeah. And then when you get there, I've seen her just kind of feel that backswing, feel that backswing. And I've seen people go to a norm- number system with that where they say it's a one or it's right. a two or it's a three. I don't know if that's something that you guys have experimented with. Um, well, I think really a lot of her success has just come from, you know, a lot of people, you know, in the wintertime, you don't have a chance to work on a lot of things playing in the north. But one thing that we do is we get in that simulator and we will we will make tight circles um, on the simulator and we'll hit balls from 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 yards, just wedge work, hours of wedge work. That way, when she gets out there and she sees, oh, I've got 25 yards, I know exactly what swing I have to do there. And that's something that, that both of them have done, uh, really, they do it every single day, just wedge after wedge. And I really think that Kennedy has really benefited from watching Aiden. Um, you know, little sister wanting to beat big brother kind of thing and watching every day what he's doing. Uh, I think that's really, one, I think it's helped motivate her, but it's also shown her a really good game plan as to what she needs to do uh, to be successful out there. So I've always wanted to have an older brother, and I think that Kennedy is lucky in many ways. But I think the number one reason is because that dad made all the mistakes on the first child. <laughs> what do you think about that? Ooh, there we go. You brought it up. I mean, she's just looking for an opening. You yeah, set it yeah, up on a tee I, for I, Ellie I guess there. I did. You know, um, oh boy, there it is. Uh, oh boy. You know, I think, um, you know, just like anything, any failures that you have, you want to learn from them. And, you know, going through things with Aiden, um, you know, uh, going through it the first time really taught us some things maybe that we could do better. Um, and one thing that I that I felt like I always did with Aiden, and, and we've talked about this before, is putting-wise. Um, and, and thank God he's broken from this. But I think I kind of made him a little bit too cautious on the greens. Um, hey, get, it, get nestle it on up there, you know, get your two-putt and let's get out of here. And with Kennedy, it's more like, hey, let's just give it a run. Let's go. You know, you'll make the comeback putt. Let's see what happens. And that's just one of those things, you know. I mean, she as parents. She the we, most aggressive putter I've seen. We played probably three times together. And I don't know if you were just putting great that one day. You fired like a 34. And you had, I think you might have had four or five 15-foot to 25-foot par putts that you needed to make. And you made them all. And the ones that you didn't make, you ran by six, seven feet. And I was like, well, that's a double, you know, (laughs) but every time 
you came back up and you made it. And, and I don't, I know that's not what it's like every day for you, Kennedy. I'm not saying that it is, but I think that's a testament to what that opened my eyes, John, when you told me that story, because okay. I can't tell you how long I've told Allie to just, just get it close. Like get it, you can just knock it right up there. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> and you know, I really, I, I really do feel like I, um, kind of did that to Aiden a little bit. And I think he, you know, from 15 feet, sometimes he was just happy getting it close and tapping it in for par. Well, you're, you know, in the game of golf, you're never going to go under if that's what, if that's your approach. And so, you know, with Kennedy, it was like, okay, I knew I kind of made this mistake. Just let her go. Just let her be who she is. And if it goes in great, if she rolls it past and, you know, we end up three putting, we three putt. But I, you know, I just want her to go out there and be aggressive and be herself and feel confident that she can, you know, that she can sink 15, 20 footers because they can go in. And, uh, Aiden's really, you know, taken, taken that as well. You know, he's, he's much more aggressive than well, he used Kennedy, to be. Kennedy, how about you? I mean, do you, you know, the distances out there when you're looking at a 15 to a 20 foot putt, how often are you thinking I'm going to make this thing? Um, I usually think about every time I have to make this, I have to make it. And what I just try to do is I just try to take, um, just try to make it golden and make it in and look at the line. I love it. She's it. making it golden. How about golden. the alley? Are you yeah. in that mindset all the time out there? Well, not, yeah, most of the time I'm thinking I want to make this, like Kennedy said, but sometimes there is times where you just have to try to roll it past the hole and make your and, next But putt, you get cute but, with it. Aiden, you got to make yeah. bombs. You shoot 70 from <laughs> 8,000 yards. So what's your putting approach when you're, when you're sitting at looking at some over 10 feet? I am. I kind of try and make everything. <laughs> 60 <laughs> I mean, footers. Yeah. With my mindset, I just, when I approach a putt, the first thing I am thinking about is always speed. With me, it's from the front of the cup to three feet past. And if it's anywhere in that speed, it's, it's golden. And then from there, I use, you know, I use aim point personally to read greens. So I just talk set, about it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically aim point is learning to read the percentage of slope with your feet. And I know that sounds like super scientific. And it sounds impossible like to me, Bryson, but you can tell me all you <laughs> want. No, so it's, it's actually really, really easy once you get to learn it. And that's, that's the fun thing is that once you learn it, you can just keep on applying it over and okay, over again. So, how, how? so basically what you do is you go, you walk off the putt first. So then, yes, that does sound a little Bryson DeChambeau-ish, but you walk off the putt and you split it in thirds. And then what you do is once you get to the hole, you take a reading there. And what, what you try to do is rank it from zero to like five with your feet. And you, it's very easy once you get the feel of things. It's, you know, you just learn it. And the zero meaning it's a straight putt. Yes. And zero five is, meaning it's, a it's wild extremely, yeah. yes. Yeah. And the cool thing is that it's, I mean, it works. Yeah, you grab a level is what you do, and this is how I how I practice aim point. Grab a level, put it on the like slope percentage setting, and then you can just go around the greens and practice reading the slope. And the fun thing is, you know, you'll say, "Oh, I think this is 2.0." You look down, it's like 2.0% slope, and it's like, got it, baby. But well, when you learn so, that, then how how are you playing it? There's still other variables. There's still yeah speed, yeah. right? There's still so, line, yeah. So what you do is you, the first reading is at the hole and then you take the third back. Um, so, you know, you walk yeah, it off. So one third at a time. right? Yes. So then you walk that third off back to the hole and get the reading there. And whatever the higher reading is, is the reading that you'll take. 
And then what you do, this is where speed comes in, stuff like that, is it directly correlates with fingers. So a one would be a 1% slope, two fingers, 2%, and then all the way up to five. So if it's a slower putt, obviously you need to take more breaks. So you're just going to bring the fingers more in. I think we just lost 99% of our audience. I know, right? They're all gone. This kid is in eighth grade. That's why I told you it's Stanford application stuff out here. Kennedy, are you aim pointing around the greens with a level half the day too? Or are you like a normal person just trying to roll it close? Well, Don't tell me you're aim pointing. (laughs) Well, my brother has been trying to teach me it, but I don't really know how to do it. Yeah, I don't either. Neither does anyone. You did a great job of explaining that. My brother tries to teach me. That's the best part about your relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And we're jealous of it. I mean, we have a little one coming up. She's five. And I want her to say that too. You know, my sister. What do you think about Lucy? Well, just by default, she's getting better because I, when I'm in the bay hitting balls, she'll be chipping. And when I'm chipping or putting, she'll be putting with me. And it just gets her better by default. She's just always practicing. And so you've been tagging along this legend for how many years now? <laughs> Have you felt her on your heels, Aiden? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> she's, she's gunning after me. She really is trying. She is. And she just puts her hands together and makes a devilish grin. I promise you that's literally what happened. Yeah. But you love it, right? I mean, oh, you yeah. you embrace Absolutely. her. I, I want her to be as good as possible. Better than me. I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know if I want her to be that good. <laughs> that was a conversation Ellie and I had up here. I said, you do understand that it's okay if your sister's good, right? She goes, no, I want her to be good. I said, well, you should want her to be better than you. She said, I just have a problem when my coach comes by and says, Okay, Allie, see that thing you're struggling with? Why don't you just watch Lucy for a second? <laughs> this happened yesterday, and Allie just looked at me. She just, like, melted away, right? No, and- I said, are you talking about Lucy? And he was like, yeah, Lucy. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Heart distress. But I've watched you aid and caddy your sister. Oh, yeah. I've seen it, and it was special, like... The way you talked to her, the way that you treated her, it was with love and it was with encouragement. You were a great team. And that for a nine, at the time, I think she might have been eight and you might have been 12. Is that something you take a lot of pride in, being a big brother, leading the way? Honestly, yeah. I, I love it. I love being out there with Kennedy and helping her out as much as possible. And we just have a good time. I mean, I, for real, when we go out there, I just try and make it as fun as possible with her. And we're just going out talking and golfing. And that's... That's about it. It seems like it's all roses around here, right? <laughs> it, you know what? It is really nice. The last, uh, the last year or so, um, I've been able to just take them to the course and drop them off, and, and Aiden will take her out on the course. And she, you know, she really enjoys being out there with him or some of the other boys that they're playing with. And uh, they, they have their moments. You know, they are brother and sister, uh, of course. <laughs> But they are both very competitive, and uh, Kennedy definitely wants to beat them. She she tells me it all the time. I don't know if Aiden <laughs> hears that, but but they you know they have a really great relationship, and uh, it's it's been great. Um, when we go out and play, it's it's a big family event. Uh, whether Aiden's playing or Kennedy's playing, um, the whole family comes out. Uh, my parents, uh, the in laws, everybody yeah. comes out and supports, and so it's a big big family event and but, that's the but way we it's want all it. fun and smiles but aiden you're working hard oh yeah. I, yeah it's not always fun i mean it can't be right that's what we talk about grow the grind the grind is the negative part of it everyone talks about the grind being 
you know, too much. People get burnt out by the grind. It's not fun. You're not a burnout kind of guy. I can just see you. It seems no. to me like the more you're in there, the better you get and the more you love it. So yeah. what yeah. type of work are you putting in throughout the course of seasons? It doesn't matter oh. winter, summer. Tell me about it. I am. No, I'm not the type of guy to get burned out. And I think the reason for that is because the more I practice, the more I love it. I mean, I don't know. That's just the way it's always worked for me. I've never seen golf as a thing to get stressed out about or that stresses me out. I never feel like, oh, this is too much. I need to stop. It's just, I love every second of it. Any given non-tournament day when you have a nice one, you're out there for five hours? Oh, during the summer, I'm out there for nine, ten hours. I mean, I wake up and I hit the golf course. What time? So I'll I'll usually, during the summer, I'll probably wake up 7 a.m., take my cold shower, whip up some eggs, you know, get the things going. very strange. <laughs> I have a very strict morning routine, you know, with everything like that. You have that. to. But you then, can't be great if you don't. No, yeah. And then I hit the links at about 9 o'clock, get back at 6, 7 You just for skipped dinner. all the good stuff. I, uh, <laughs> so you hit the everything links at 9. Everything good in between. And, and then what do you do? You're not, sit, you're not playing oh, in 72 no. holes. Mm-mm. So You're disciplined. Yeah, so... The most important thing to me is putting in golf. I mean, you look at it, I think it was like 43% of your score in golf is putting. And I mean, it's putting is so important. I mean, why wouldn't you want so to So by that measure, 43% of your time should be spent on exactly. a green. Exactly, yeah. And I just, I don't know, I love putting too. I love practicing it, just seeing the ball go in the hole by itself. I mean, how much confidence is that going to give you? How good. much? That's a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, how much more confidence and how many strokes do you think you're going to save if all, if you really, really commit to putting? Cause I mean, one of the things that I've always thought about is if you go out, it doesn't matter how like bad you hit your iron shots. If you walk out of the course with 18 putts through 18 holes, it's going to be a good score. You scored. Yeah. You scored. Yeah. You can miss every single green regulation. Okay. So that's, but, sounds, yeah. that's easy then, John. That's, that's yeah, it. Just, just yeah, eight, sure. 18 let's, pots. Let's go. Put the ball in the hole. <laughs> like, I mean, oh, it's easy. Definitely. Keep it simple. Um, well, okay, fine. Well, I'm sending Allie to the Valparaiso camp with, <laughs> with Aiden and, and Kennedy, mm-hmm. and, and I'll pick her up in, I don't know, August. Is that, there you go. Is that fine with you guys? Sounds good. We got a room for her. <laughs> so, Kennedy, what do you remember about the U.S. Kids World Championships hosted at Longleaf? You played the back nine, and you were eight. Yes. Um, I remember that when I got there, I remember me and my brother would just go to the um, Piners Golf um, Course, and we would just um, hit ball after ball, and we would be there for a lot of hours. What is the number one memory from that tournament for you? I want you to sit and think about it for a second. Good or bad, what's the one thing that stands out from that tournament? I remember I met uh, a lot of other people, and they became my friends. And the next year I went, we would just play with each other, and that was a really good memory. And one other, you're an awesome kid. You're an awesome kid, Dad. What's your memory there? (laughs) Um, what she's talking about was really pretty cool. It was because the first, or maybe it was the second year that we were there. Um, you guys have experienced this as well. You, you meet players from all over the world and you just start hanging out, um, doing things with them after the rounds and, and then you see them again at other events. 
And there was a girl from Texas. Naomi, right? Yeah, Naomi that you exchanged numbers with and you guys would <laughs> talk and then all of a sudden worlds would come around again and, and, and boom, there you are. And it really is. I mean, this is all about relationships and it was really fun to, to watch her connect with everyone. And I can tell she was, she was digging it. I mean, she loved it. And I remember her bouncing around out there. Yeah. I, loved I asked Allie that question in the car ride over. And, and what did you say, Al? What do you remember about that course? Oh, the greens, they were brand new, a year old or just brand new. And you hit a shot on that green and it rolled off. It was crazy. We spent about 10 minutes on the first hole trying to figure out why I couldn't hit my best club, my pitching wedge, on the green. Yeah, it was bouncing it like was a bounce- rubber yes, ball on that crazy. green. Um, and I, I was, this is the, my first huge failure as a host here. I did not think you were going to say that because I've talked to you about this a year or two ago. And you brought up one moment on that course that I would bet that your dad might remember that there was a bunker that drove you crazy one day out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I can't believe you didn't say it because I know how competitive you are. And I think it was an unbelievable lesson for you. You were playing great golf. You played great golf all week for three days, and one bunker drove you crazy for a few shots. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, it took me <laughs> like I remember every shot. I was like, am I Uh-oh, am I bringing back a horrible bunker. memory? Are you gonna have nightmares tonight, or can you can you talk about <laughs> last night? Are you okay? <laughs> can you talk about this? Tell us about. Um. So I remember when I would get on that hole, and I like have the same yardage. I'm like. Uh-oh, here's the bunker again. I remember the first Was it a force day. carry on nine or something like that? Do you remember, John? Um, I want to say maybe it was maybe four or five, wasn't it? No, Six. maybe a little bit later. It yeah, was later. A little bit it later. Was later. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the first, th- the first day I was like, oh, this is so easy. But then I hit in the bunker and it took me like four shots to get out. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. And then the second day I'm like, uh-oh, here comes the bunker, and I hit it in there again. And then the, luckily the third day I was like, I'm not hitting into the bunker this time. And luckily I just got it onto the green about 10 to 15 feet. And you finished that day under 40, and mm-hmm. you, I believe if it weren't for that hole, you would have been top 20. Right. And, yeah, and that's, sure. that was my memory. And I think I'm a dad who remembers that stuff. So, <laughs> And I love that you're a kid and you remembered your memory because your memory is way better. But Aiden, you're in between right now. So as yeah. you reflect on some of your some of your rounds, is it is it hard to remember those positive things? Do you fixate on the negative, or does your is your mind able to go in both directions with it? It's it's definitely able to go in both directions. There's, I mean, Pinehurst was such a special place. I don't know. I just I love going there every year. It's so much fun. But the funny thing is that every year that I go there, I happen to learn something that's like very very influential on my golf game. And I don't even know what it is. Maybe it's just the curse of Pinehurst or something. Really, for you, it's the curse. Yeah. Finishing seventh is the curse. But go on, Van Horn Cup. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, go on. Best and worst memory here from Pinehurst. This was two years ago, I believe. Yeah, I was 12. First time that I made the Van Horn Cup team. I had a horrible, horrible last round. So, Because it was raining the first two days, like, torrential downpour that was the eight-year-old event that you were at Mm -hmm. and the last round was cut to nine holes so it was 30 it was um you know i shot 39 that day but it was just the worst it was a horrible (laughs) round everything was lip out short and 
I don't know. I guess I just in what the was moment, your takeaway? Yeah, what was your takeaway? In the moment, I was just like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing out here. I can't do this. I, you know, I can't. And then I got in the car and I started, you know, I got my Sonic, started eating and all these <laughs> thoughts start creeping in my head. And then I realized that, I mean, if somebody can do it, I should be able to do it. If anybody can do anything, there's no reason that I can't do it. I mean, there's absolutely no reason to. If somebody can make the clutch putt, I can make it because at the end of that round, there's this kid named Jay Ling Jr. and um, Joshua Bai who tied and Jay Ling made this like 32 footer to um, force a playoff with him. And I was just after that, I left because I was, you know, ticked off about my round or whatever. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. Yeah. So that those were the thoughts. That's a moment of realization. Yeah. Those, and it yeah. took him how long to get there? It took him a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. after that, though, I was just like, okay. Okay, this is it. I'm I'm all in. I'm gonna do this. I can do anything if I can put my mind to it. I can do anything. That's and great. It was it was a really good. You got to be proud of that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, he was right there in the mix and uh, had that. It was a tough round for him. It definitely wasn't anything that he, you know, wanted to end the tournament with. But uh, you know, I saw the drive. I saw the determination and. and I knew that it was going to make him better. I knew it. He's uh, and it did. The kid. They, let's go there. The kid just qualified this summer for one of the greatest events mm -hmm. that you could qualify for. Yeah, yeah. Were you even there, John? <laughs> the qualifier. This is actually I a really good story. It really is. Um, it, I think it was the year before. It was the Indiana Boys State Tournament, and mm -hmm. I'm walking with this dad, and. Aiden was doing really well as a 12-year-old. Um, he made the cut uh, to the final, I don't know what it was, 64 players. You got into the yeah, match yeah. play round mm -hmm. as a 12-year-old. It was so funny because he's barely five foot two yeah. at the time. Just for a point of reference, the kids in this are how old in seven, the state? In most the state. of them were, I'd say most of them were 17, yeah. 17, 18, and Aiden was 12. And he was playing very well. And I'm walking with this dad and, you know, the dad's telling me about, yeah, you know, Aiden's doing really well. You got to get him into AJGA. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I'm just picking his brain the whole time that we're walking together because this, his son, I think was going to Cincinnati yeah. or it was Xavier, right? Xavier. Nick yeah. Fry. Yeah. yeah. I, and I so yeah. I'm just picking dad's brain the whole time because this is where I want, you know, this is where I and Aiden both want to be, you know, I mean, we want to be on the course. He wants to be playing these big events and he mentioned that his son played in the U.S. Junior Am. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, what, what's that all about? And so he's telling me, and in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking, boy, that would be really cool. I, I, I wish that that could happen <laughs> for Aiden someday. You know, someday he might be able to qualify for that. Well, then the next year, um, you know, we sign him up for it, and the event comes around, and my wife, Sarah, is the one that takes him down there. It was at uh, Purdue, Purdue University. And my brother is caddying for him, and I'm teaching summer school. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm teaching Nana. summer yep. school. And uh, yep. Kennedy I'm was at Hernando. So. A bunch of <laughs> delinquents who want nothing to do with it. Your yeah. son is at Purdue. Okay, yes. go on. I'm going to so, call myself. So we're sitting there, and I'm not even paying any attention at all to the scores. I, I'm teaching. You're not looking. You're <laughs> I'm not, not, I'm you're not, not looking. looking at I'm the live scoring. At all. And then one of my buddies, um, during one of our breaks, he says, hey, are you checking out the scores? I'm like, no. And he says, 
Aiden is one under right now. Through? Through, like, I don't know what it was, maybe five or six holes. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at him like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. So I get on, and I'm looking, and there it is. And his name is at the top of the leaderboard. And so I take a picture. Yeah, because I it's think, the moment. Yeah, this is it. My kid is leading. Exactly. Like, the qualifier. Oh, wow. And I'm, like, thinking, okay, I'm going to take a picture here because I know that this is – I mean, he's he just turned 13 years old. Just turned 13, what, just two months before. And the field's yep, yep. loaded with it, kids oh, that are going to loaded. college. There's 18-year-olds. I mean, how old can you be to get in that thing? Uh, I think it's he could top. be 19 is the, the top. top is 19 years mm-hmm. old. Yeah, and so he's 13. just turned 13. So You're I take in a summer picture. school. You're taking pictures. Yes. And, <laughs> and Aiden's uh, out there playing the course of his life right now. It's like <laughs> the most treacherous thing he's seen. Oh, God. And yeah, as the yeah. day is going on... You know, uh, every break and, and well, my hold phones. on a second, John, you went out and you were one under through the first five. How'd you manage that? <clears throat> I can't remember exactly what it, it was. It doesn't matter. So the do kid want goes to hear the whole background. No, here? go ahead. You just okay, step on the right, tee. Are you right. ready? Are you, are you feeling good about yourself? Oh, I was feeling great. I remember, I actually remember this out because it was just my mom and I in the hotel that morning. I opened up, you know, opened up the windows or whatever, see rain pouring down. And I remember smiling. I was like, Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Cause I don't know. I love playing in the rain and I'm like all pumped up. Okay, so I'm so on the tee. You have a great range, range session. You go yep, to the first yep. tee and I don't, I don't even remember what I was thinking, but I was, I was in the zone. I was so confident in myself that day. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what happened, but I was like, if there's any day to do it. It's, it's today, today and your dad now. Today. So what happens? Yeah. John? So, um, it's, it is hilarious because, you know, I, I signed him up just for the experience. I had no expectations at 13 years old. So the day is going on and my phone is just blowing up from all the guys teaching down the hall. They're like, what are you doing? You should be down there. What are you doing? And, uh, I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm just in total disbelief. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe what I was seeing here. And, you know, all of us, all of my, 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 uh, buddies that I work with, you know, we're all really close. So there are four or five of us. We're all just watching the scores. We can't believe what's going down here. Yeah, yeah. And every break, they're like, what are you doing? You need to go yeah. get in the car and go right now. I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's our, and in my mind, I'm thinking he's still got to play 16. <laughs> he's still yeah. got to play 17, which is that par three with the water on the right. Yeah, the, he's still got to play 18. Yeah. And I'm looking at the, at the field, and these are kids from Australia, you know, New Zealand. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can out, only cut. play in one qualifier right. per summer. And mm-hmm. so what ended up happening, if, if what I was told was correct, is that the Western Junior yeah. in Illinois was going on, I think, right before or right after. Yeah, so a lot like of those players after. from the Western Junior came over to qualify at Purdue. So, so the field is stacked. It's stacked. Yes. It's stacked. Oh, yeah. And so I'm, I'm watching this, and the guys are, it's just, I love it, though. I love it, because they're giving me a hard time about not being there. I'm in total disbelief. And there he is. He's through 18, and he's two under. Unreal. And we're mm-hmm. waiting for all the final scores to come in. And as soon as summer school got out, I just hit the doors, jumped in the car, drove down to Purdue. And I think Aiden was in shock because he was like, what are you doing here? Really? I'm like, do you not? I, I, I'm like, no, do you not so true, realize though. what you've just accomplished? Do you not realize at 13 years old what you've just done? And I think he was just like, yeah, so. And what did you say, Aiden? Do you remember? 
I, I remember the moment, that's for sure. What did he, he was, say to you? Uh, was, I think he just said, why are you here? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> shocked that, that I'm there. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, gra- I remember grabbing him by the face, you know, just by his cheeks and holding on to him and saying, you have no idea what you've just accomplished mm-hmm. and gave him a big hug. I and, think uh, what he said was, Dad, I expect to do this. That is, yes, that's what he said later yes. on. Yeah. It was, uh, go ahead. This is, this yeah, is yeah. what I expected. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I said something along the lines later of, you know, it, it was just 18 holes of golf. I did what I needed to do. Yeah. And then my dad was giving me the idiot look like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just like, I just went out there and played golf. I remember I, what you yeah. said. You remember? It, it, you know, because you were, you just, you really had no idea. And even the kids on the high school team in the days after were coming over to me, uh, Mark and Andrew, mm-hmm. and they were congratulating me. I'm like, don't congratulate me, congratulate Aiden. And they were Congratulating great. you for they, giving birth well, to me. No, they were, your mom, not me. Um, <laughs> He'll figure that one they out. They were really point. great because they, it was, it was very, it was very mature of them. They said, no, Aiden went out there and played, but you've done what you've had to do to get him to this point, which I thought, yeah. You know, was great well, of their character, no but they also said, "I don't think Aiden knows what he did." I well, he learned he... really fast, John, <laughs> right. and I just saw it all. And Kennedy, you know what this stuff looks like too. He brought out a rolodex of mementos from that mm-hmm. particular event. So just just to give some reference to what he did for those people out there that have absolutely no idea what he did. Every morning when he walked into the locker room, there was a written letter to him. Mm-hmm. from a special tour player and yeah. the first one was from some random guy i think his name is jordan Spieth. Uh, yeah, never heard of him <laughs> never heard of him. signed you know tom watson says hey yep. good luck kid uh jack the jack mm-hmm. the bear and of course tiger woods all signed <laughs> letters to you your uh Momento from there that all the all the commemorative stuff is number one of one fifty six. Yep, because you were the first. Yeah, the youngest, yep, youngest player in the field. In the field, and obviously they brought you in on bagpipes, <laughs> and the event uh, was was through the roof great. So oh, talk about some of those. Certainly. You learned fast what you did. Yeah, yeah, it was it was huge oh my god it i really did learn fast and i think it i mean what my dad was saying was right i really didn't fully grasp exactly what it was i think what happened though when i really really realized was when they started calling me mr gutierrez yeah there was like mr gutierrez <laughs> welcome to the clubhouse this is inverness I was like, <laughs> you're like right. looking for your dad right yeah, yeah, yeah exactly Where's, who's he talking exactly to? and then i got in the range and they're like mr gutierrez you know where would you like to set up i got your because they had like the names they had the name tags my last name and they'd set it up in the stand or whatever right behind where i was hitting and they're like do you want pro v1s or pro v1x's to hit with today <laughs> what'd you say it's like all right pro v1x's let's do it <laughs> so that was that was the moment when i realized like Wow, this is this is next level stuff right here, and this is this is where I want to be. Well, you got there, and you got there, and you may not realize this right now, but you got there because of that guy over there. That's true. And okay. yeah, don't turn over <laughs> your shoulder. You're yeah. at a very difficult time with this 13 year old. He doesn't get it yet. He no. will. He will understand because you're making a ton of sacrifices and you're putting your life into your children. Mm-hmm. And that's what it does take. It takes that type of effort. It's a Herculean effort. Uh, a lot of us out there are doing it right. and it's paying off for you. 
um, in a lot of different ways, obviously on the course and off the course. Um, but as a, as a father, you have to be I'm so proud of that. Tiger Woods wrote him a letter that said, I had some luck in this event. Or he said, I, he said, I, I had <laughs> I was some very nice, fortunate. I was very fortunate. Right. He said, well, Tiger, you won it three times mm-hmm. and, and it set the tone for him. And I'm, I don't know how old he was when he qualified for the first time. Do you? I'm not sure. To be was honest. he 13? Was I, he 12? I, I you God might, knows. you might have, I think him he there. might have been maybe 15 or 16, I think. When he qualified, when think he won. So. I, I think, think he won at 16, 17, 18, didn't yeah. he? So yeah. there you have it. And, yeah. and so you know that when you hear your buddies or the, your, these coaches tell you about the trend, it, it, nothing is, nothing is for sure. Obviously he's got a million years to go to yeah. be where he wants yeah. to be, but yeah. these little moments, those, that, that metal that you have that you won't even take out. Do you, do you <laughs> polish it? To. Are you polishing <laughs> it at night? <laughs> take out the little duster. Just those moments are big. And Kennedy, you finished top 20 this past year, didn't you? Yeah. At, at US Kids. And, and how would you get a little memento? for that mm-hmm. you give me a top 20 coin uh yeah and you look at it yeah are you proud of it yeah you better be right those <laughs> things matter i know that people say trophies don't matter what that is that's a symbol for you kennedy of that bunker that you couldn't get out of because i told you that was probably the best thing that happened to you was getting in there and failing and then coming back and it bothering you for a year and and then you do get to get on the stage and receive that and so, you know what? It matters, John. Yeah, it absolutely. matters to be it's successful. A, and it, it's a reflection of their hard work. You know, it really is. It, um, it doesn't mean anything, but at the same time, it shows them that, uh, that they've accomplished something. And, you know, Kennedy, um, I think you've had a 20th finish at Worlds and then a 14th finish, right? And, and that just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> and you're right, that bunker, it was funny because every, as we were approaching, I can't remember which hole it was. It might have been the sixth, eight. seventh, eighth, somewhere in there. But I never even played the back. It was eight. She would always talk about, okay, all right, that bunker's coming up. That bunker's coming up. What's but wrong? on that last day, didn't think of it. Didn't think of it. And she just went out there and, and just smashed it. And, uh, you know, she's, she's very confident. She really is. There's, uh, she's got this, I don't know what it is, a little, She's extremely competitive, but she doesn't always show it. No, and she's, she's ready just she, to get out there and play. She's sweet. Mm. And if she tricks you. Are you sweet? She's tricking everybody <laughs> out there. Uh, you tricked everybody too, getting them to call you Mr. <laughs> uh, and you know true, what I, why they were calling you Mr.? I, tell, tell the story at dinner. That's the oh, reason. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, baby. Okay. So this was the banquet. This, I believe, was two nights before the actual round started. And it was me and I think like eight other guys at this dinner table, right? And they're all going around and they're saying what colleges they're going to. You know, I'm going to blah, 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 university. And what were some and of those, John? Do you remember? I mean, they, they were, there was a good Rolodex oh, of yeah. universities. Oh, yeah. Stanford there. was one. I remember this guy who looked like Kenny G. So, yeah. Ken, so you had Kenny G going yeah. to Stanford. Yeah, Stanford, um, Baylor, yeah. Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, right? one Oklahoma State guy. So they're seven then, deep into D1 colleges making their round, mm-hmm. or, and then they get to Mr. Yeah, and then they get Gutierrez. to Mr. Gutierrez over here, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the prestigious Benjamin Franklin Middle School right out of Valparaiso, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> All of you guys talking about your amazing colleges. And they man, looked at you and were like, at. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, nice braces, kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did, how did this happen? Did this yeah, guy yeah. sneak through the gates? Did like, you let nah. this guy in. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was a really great moment. I don't know what they're thinking. Maybe I was like some, you know, shrimpy, scrawny, eighteen-year-old. And did you play like a shrimpy, scrawny, eighteen-year-old, or what was that? I what was that say like? So. Tell me about so, it. So playing by itself, I was. I'm going to be honest, my irons, <laughs> I wasn't feeling it with the irons that day, but my putting saved my life. And it was, it was so much fun, though, because I, I had all these coaches watching me do this. And that's, that's the fun thing about coaches watching you. I think that there is no bad because if you play bad, they get to see you grind and they get to see how you react to all these different player. things. Yes, they're there to watch you just to see how you react to different things. So if you play bad, show your resilience. If you play good, then, I mean, impress the heck out of them. Show, you know, show up in the spotlight. So it was, it was really, really fun, though, because I think I made, like, seven consecutive one-putts or something like that. And I remember the Notre Dame coach walking off, and he was like, good putt. And I was like, thanks, coach. <laughs> thanks. It was, it was a really great moment. So I, I really liked the way that everything was set you up. You like the way I felt like though. a pro. I mean, if I'm recruiting right now, listening to this, I'm just going to just send you a check <laughs> because you're right. We just had a college coach on the other day talk about exactly that. He said, I'm waiting. I want to watch the bad rounds. I want to talk to you after you play poorly. And so whoever, who taught you that? My dad. That's the answer to everything. Okay. <laughs> I'm here to defend your father because you, you don't remember. I talked to him about this the other day. These kids have absolutely no recollection whatsoever about what we've invested in and done for you throughout the process of your life. Yeah. I'm going to give you this right now. Okay. <laughs> because I know if I asked Allie, you know, what do you remember about when I started taking out a Fox bench? She'll remember, I remember we stopped and got Skittles. <laughs> oh, yeah. We always stopped at the gas station. Oh, yeah. We got Skittles. <laughs> it was <laughs> But that's it. I saw a deer on the course one day. It was really cool. And <laughs> Dad, you see that coyote in the fairway? Uh, and so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he remembers that. Hey, hey, Aiden, um, why do you think we're getting all this interest right now? And Dad can say, Dad, talk about what you've done for him. He's in eighth grade now to prepare for that next phase, his recruiting phase. Um, you know, it, it, at Inverness, that meant a lot. Um, I don't know how he managed to keep his nerves down. And we've talked about that, you know, and we've talked about it. It's like, Aiden, did you see all those coaches following you? Did you, did you know what was going on? And he's kind of like, no, no, I didn't notice. <laughs> wasn't paying any attention. But, you know, some of the things he's, he does, he really does amaze me with some of the things that he says. So, for example, um, when he qualified for Inverness, one of the things he said to me, he's like, dad, why are you so surprised? Yeah. Yeah. He's that like, was it. yeah. He said, I'm not, I'm not shocked. He's like, I expect to play with these guys and I don't expect to just play. I, I expect, expect to beat them. Yeah. I expect to beat them. And so when we were at Inverness and I said to him, you know, did you notice all this around you? Because I, I mean, I just couldn't imagine it. I mean, everybody you think of in college golf was there. Georgia, Stanford, you know, Arizona yeah. State. I mean, all these coaches are there. And he said to me, he said, and I think this is what he said, something similar to, um, well, they know they're, they're there to watch something. They're there to see something. So I'm going to do my best to, you know, to give them yeah. something that they yeah. can remember. Mm. And it, it wasn't, 
it was just very calm. It was just very uh, relaxed the way that he said it. He didn't get worked up about it. He wasn't, you know, freaking out about and it. They're it was close just to the you, way man. it Are is. They just, they're right down the fairway. Oh, yeah. So there's this one time. I didn't even, like, notice what was going on. But apparently there was, like, five coaches just walking behind me and my caddy, who was my uncle, just walking down the fairway right behind us. And our walking scorekeeper has to go over and it's like, Hey, you guys, you guys got to get on the sidelines. You know, you're not allowed to walk down here. It says this to like huge, huge college coaches just, you know. And they're over out. you almost on the tee yeah. box. They were like, I mean, at least when they're walking down the fairway, they're just like 15 feet behind me. And then on the tee box, they are right off the side. I mean, they're just, they're right there. just And they're imposing it. for most. Oh, it would be for me. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, after experiencing that, do you, get nervous about an event anymore do you i mean you he had he had a camp too he went to a camp with purdue Mm -hmm. and he ended up being you know out there playing with their head coach and hit Mm -hmm. i don't i'm imagining you played well that day i didn't play too shabby how'd that one go (laughs) that was that was a lot of fun yeah we we played a game we were doing a scramble and i you know we won i got a couple good putts in there for him so that was a lot of fun Every time I made a putt, he'd be like, oh, yeah, good but you job. See it, you see it like, as an opportunity, don't you? You see yeah. those moments as an opportunity. Yeah. and But the only reason you see it that way is because you're prepared for them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's I don't know. I've never been one to, when I see an opportunity to be in the spotlight and really just show all of the work that I've put in, just show it off, I, I usually I love to take advantage of it. Yeah, I you're doing to. that. And obviously you have a lot more ahead of you and you've got a lot more golf to watch. Are you getting to a point where you're, you're backing off of it a little bit and uh, letting other people put yeah, more into it? I, yeah, is that the case? Cause I told Allie the other day that it was time. I mean, it's been 11 years mm-hmm. and I have let no one touch her swing or talk mm-hmm. to her. And it may have, may have been a problem for her. But at this point, I felt like just recently that I needed to just say, somebody else has to help you, kid, because I'm not sure I can do it anymore. So are you at that point where you're relying on others to do some of that work too? Yeah, yeah. We, we've, we're beyond that point. There's not much more for me to, to really teach him about the game of golf. I can help him, you know, mentally mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, figuring things out. But when it comes to the technical aspect of it, the things that he talks about, I I have no clue. Yeah, you know, he, there is a lot of Bryson DeChambeau in his uh, in his golf game. He is, um, but you still have Kennedy. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Kennedy out here. yeah, and um, you know, I could still help her. Yeah. Uh, and you enjoy it. You I enjoy your it. time on the bag, but you're off the bag for the most part. Yeah, for Aiden. I, I'm off the bag with Aiden. He's he knows what he's doing, and uh, you know, his coaches help him out. Kennedy, do you feel like you're a better golfer when your dad is on your bag? Um, than Aiden or <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not that Aiden. Just in general, if you were to compare yourself when you're maybe with your mom at Blackberry Oaks one day, or versus you know when your dad's on the bag or by yourself. Um, I feel like my dad helps me the most because he knows what's with my swing and he knows all my yardages, so he. Um, also puts confidence in me to make sure I do my best. Yeah, and that confidence does come from us sometimes, John. Like, we can build mm-hmm. them up. Yeah. But we, I don't know, can he? Does he build you up? Yeah, he, he does, he does. And the good things, though, is that he can build me up and, you know, break me down, too. And that's, I think, sometimes when he breaks me down, I mean, that's the good stuff. And I don't mean, like, emotional breakdown or anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, just... 
constructive criticism of things to improve on and we have these moments where we just discuss things and really look at things a lot deeper than we usually do and we get to take a lot out of it which is it's very beneficial i I love those discussions with him we've run our course this has just been so good and i don't know what the best takeaway is there's just so much i think the best takeaway in all of this is that you're doing it together as a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that you guys, the, your approach to it and your patience, and it seems uh, you can't always be this calm. There's no way. I mean, I, is this who you are? I'm, yeah, I really, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dad, don't, there's no way. He, you know what? He, he really is. He, he's, he's a very different kid. Um, and uh, I kind of noticed that as, at an early age. Um, I think the moment that stands out the most was we were at Aberdeen here in Valparaiso and it was pouring down rain and I'm like, all right, Aiden, let's, let's get out of here. And he's like, no, I still have work to do. And I think he was 10. <laughs> maybe it was the, you know, maybe 10 in a couple of months. And I went into the starter's house because it's pouring down rain and he's out there pitching for another hour, <laughs> hour and a half. And I'm like looking at this thinking, what the heck is going on? But he, he does love playing in, in, in bad weather. He does love the rain, he, he as does. we know when he the does. curtains open oh, with God. mom in the hotel. <laughs> it's a good sign for you. He's moment. very calm. He's very collected. And he just he looks at every obstacle as an opportunity to learn and to overcome that. And I, I, I don't know where he gets it from. <laughs> I mean, but it is, it is special. And he, he's always kind of been like this, always. We really had had been looking forward to this podcast. You guys are such a top-tier family. I guess the name Gutierrez is really fitting, the name. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like my dad over here is still thinking about stacks. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Better get the big guy some food before he passes out. Yeah, I'm eating that whole menu tonight, there by the go. way, You'll guys. Love it. <laughs> you guys were outstanding. We're going to be following you. We're going to be walking alongside you. We're going to be setting up more podcasts with the success as we keep going forward. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Really, uh, we appreciate it. And always remember, golf is great. The grind makes it greater. Let's go. (laughs) 